Gen Next. The other day I was rereading an Omnicom University case entitled The Future of Agency Work, which was written in 2017. Some of you may remember studying it. Then channeling Mark Twain, the revered American author, who was reputed to have said, history doesn't repeat itself, but it often rhymes, which led, led me to reflecting on yours and my notes from the many times we studied the case at the Birnbach School. As context, for those who have not read or studied the case, in early March 2017, four senior Omnicom executives met in London at their Bankside 3 office to talk about the ramifications of the future of work as they're all in the midst of testing changes to operating models. Serendipitously, each of them was perusing a report published by Accenture, which was entitled Harnessing Revolution, Creating the Future Workforce. A refrain I would often hear during sessions of TBS, one I heard again just last week. Craig, just tell us what you want us to do. Let me answer that statement with a quote from David Meister, many of you will have heard repeatedly from me. I'm not telling you something you don't already know. The question is why you are not doing it. Over the past 300,000 years, we've been changing, adapting and learning. We really got moving about 120,000 years ago during the Neolithic Revolution with the invention of agriculture, which meant we moved from hunter-gatherers living in caves to more permanent settlements where there was a surplus of food, meaning we were better nourished. As a result, we learned how to domesticate animals and invent and use metal tools. My point, change, now called transformation, has been with us for a rather a long time. Back in the day, when the future of the human race depended on venturing outside of caves to human settlements, now called cities, we did it with an eye on time, which, by the way, didn't see the light of day until around 1500 BC, when the Egyptians invented the sundial. So being in the midst of an unprecedented history-making, world-dominating pandemic, I've often wondered over recent months, when exactly is the right time for us to move on, to fundamentally change, or at least tinker with or evolve our operating models? I remember telling TBS participants, yes, telling, as many had asked, we've not got a minute to lose. We're on our way to mastering work from home, a foreign concept when it was first mooted some years ago. So I ask again, I'm not telling you something you don't already know. The question is why you are not doing anything about it. To underscore this point, here is a selection of TBS alumni's learnings, noted actions, their notes to self, following four days of future dialogue back in September 2017. So here's some of their verbatim comments from the, from the feedback sheets. Future-proofing before you actually have to. We're at an inflection point. Evolve or be obsolete. Move from getting things done to changing how things are done. Disrupt. Revolutionise. See around the curve. Change is not inevitable, but is rapidly changing consumer behaviour and business models. We're not fast enough. If we need change, do it before we have to. It's possible and the time is now. Find like-minded individuals to help the change. Existing behaviour is complacency and contentment with the status quo, that is, quantity versus quality. 
There exists some level of fear or intimidation of working in silos that impedes productivity. Improve our efficiencies through upgraded services. Negative attitude or reluctance to change and complacency. So I guess the prosecution rests. Back to the future of agency work case. Here's a selection of my pre-prep cheat sheet notes to self notes, replete with a few headlines, some open questions, perhaps even more important today than they were then. So here's my pre-prep notes for that particular case. Why keep running after opportunities using old models? Can't we reconstruct without some disruption? Speed is a competency. How is the definition of quality of content evolving? Perishable or precious? We need a system like a newsroom. Shift from being billable to valuable. We're lagging in business model innovation. How do we lead innovation, package it and sell it? Be the disruptor before we are disrupted. Move at the speed of discomfort. Live the service profit chain. What do we overvalue that clients don't value so much? Consumer now, the content creator. Consider what builds loyalty amongst clients and our people. Going narrow liberates you to go deep. Be willing to bring in experts. Own the heart of the brand, the emotional connection. Create clarity around our value proposition. What needs to stay the same whilst changing? Seismic shifts every day. How unconsciously arrogant are we about comfortably staying in the now? Future headline, Accenture buys publicists. Core of committed high-touch staff will shrink. This case, sadly, tragically, is a picture of mature industry in decline. Let's be an architect of change. How do we move from victim to aggressor. In closing, some August 2020 reflections. Let's move past resiliency before it takes hold and becomes another enabler for perpetuating the status quo. Focus on efficiency. We are now globally increasingly becoming comfortable with remote work, meaning, my encouragement, keep your skill levels high, that is, world class, as your jobs here, right now, and into the not-too-distant future, could be done equally or perhaps even more so as efficiently as someone who's sitting in Sweden. Increasingly, the labour market will be global. The prevailing view back in March was geographic compatibility was an important factor. Now it's not. Think beyond offices. As an aside to the labour point, I recently read an interesting piece surrounding the redefinition of labour. And it went on to say, how we define labour will trigger fundamental conversations about the nature of the social contract. The pandemic has particularly hit lower income people hard. It's hit the essential workers who are continuing to have to go out and risk their health to keep society functioning. And they are also some of the lower paid workers. So I think long overdue conversations about inequality and support for lower income workers, I think, are going to come front and centre in the agenda. My view, not being pessimistic, realistic, look forward to higher taxes over coming years. Moreover, finally, I do think it's increasingly work from home is becoming a more pleasant 
more acceptable way to live and work during more doing more virtually virtual reality which i've spoken of at length previously is becoming the norm not the exception just the other day a few of us spoke about delivering the ingredients of a meal not the semi-cooked or stone cold um, version by the time it's delivered and having a qualified chef from our client's commissary guiding people live time how best to cook their restaurant food at home in addition taking questions on things like knife techniques pacing of cooking educating cooks on combining ingredients in a future think piece i'll let you know how this new operating model is panning out get the joke speaking of disrupting industries and taking on legacy business models in a future TBS think piece, I'll report on how a direct-to-consumer startup took on the orthodontic industry. Lately, I've been exploring direct-to-consumer disruptors. They provide profound, I think, learnings for us all at this time. Soon, some of you will be studying new DTC cases as part of the TBS online program, so stay tuned. Have a great day.